How good is God? How good is it when God moves? How many people literally felt a touch from heaven just right now? I mean, that's what we're here for, isn't it? Isn't it amazing that Jesus Christ is the message? He is the message, so good. Now, a couple of, I just wanna put up, can you put up the Scripture I gave you just in this atmosphere? Can you put up the Scripture I gave you in, um, gosh, my, uh, not that one. Okay, let me just grab my paper. I'm feeling pretty dosed. Pretty smack, smackaroonied. Um, wow. Ooh. Wow, there it is. Okay, can you put up uh, Numbers 27, uh, chapter 27, verse 12 for me, please? That would be awesome. And I just want us to read this because I believe that this is what tonight's all about. I had a vision last week, I'm gonna share with you in a second. But it says this, it says, then the Lord said to Moses, go up to this, and this isn't, I mean, this is kind of towards the end of Moses, so, but, but I just wanna show you this. Then the Lord said to Moses, go up to this mountain of Abrim and see the land which I've given to the sons of Israel. And I just want to just, just show you really quickly something so profound and special about this. What does He ask? Moses to do? What does the Lord ask Moses to do? Go up the mountain, ascend. And what does He show Moses? He shows Moses territory and inheritance. And I believe that tonight is about God showing us territory and inheritance that He has set aside for us that He has set aside for us, that there are territories that God is speaking to us about or gonna be speaking to us about, that God it is a time right now that we're gonna be taking territory and new land, everyone say new land, in a whole different way. But the key, I believe, and I know that this is a, a kind of a different read on the, this passage, I've got a, a number of others, but the key, I believe, is that we need to be able to observe the land from a place of ascension. We need to be able to observe the land from a place of ascension because if we don't see the place from a place of ascension or where we're seated with Christ in heavenly places, we are unable to take the land effectively. We are unable, and I believe that we actually get misguided sometimes, that we don't actually see the land that the Lord wants us to take, but instead from a ground level, we say, wow, I'm gonna take Australia. And the Lord goes, yeah, okay. Well, what does that look like? Or you say, I'm gonna take uh, this nation, God's going to give me this new territory. And then we go, okay, well, what does that look like? But what I want to show you really quickly is that every time God gave someone a new territory, every time, everyone say every time, He first marked it out with His Word. He first marked out the territory with His Word. And a lot of the time you, you, you hear the Scriptures, everywhere your feet do tread, the Lord gives unto you. Everywhere. But what does that mean? It's not actually, that Scripture in context is God saying everywhere your feet do tread within the perimeters of the Word that I've given you. Within the perimeters of the Word that I've given you. And so this is what I believe that the Lord wants to do. He wants to teach us in this season about ascension. And then He wants to teach us about taking territory within the perimeters and the boundary boundary lines, as it were, that He has given us for that particular territory to be taken. Is that good? It's really, really, oh yeah, come on, thank you. Awesome. One, one clap is all I needed. <laughs> My love tongue gets filled very, very quickly. Um, and, and so to, who knows what the date is today? The 2nd of what? Or 2nd of August, Augusta Street. We live on, we live, we live on Augusta Street. We ba the staff basically live here. Um, <laughs> 
but it's, 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 it's the second of the eighth. And so can you put up the first scripture for me? And you know that I love to do this, but in line with this message, the Lord said, this is what I want you to start with. Ask of me and I will surely give you the nations as your inheritance and the very ends of the earth as your possession. What Psalm is it? Psalm? What date is it? Second of the eighth. And, and I just feel like the Lord is really breathing on this. And I don't just believe this is a word for Australia. I believe this is a global word for the body of Christ that He's saying it's a now time. Everyone say now time. To take the territory. It's a now time to take territory. And you might be like, well, what does it mean to take territory? I'm glad you asked. But that's what I want to go into just very briefly tonight because we've already been ministering, ministering a fair bit. We, we have. Thank you so much. I'm going to get Joel to keep playing because there are still people in encounter actually all over, all over the place. And so if you could put up for me, um, we'll go through the Joshua, we'll go through the Joshua Scripture and then we'll go through, no, actually we'll do Genesis 13 first, sorry. So we're gonna go through, go to Genesis 13. I'm just gonna read some of it to you. And it says, when Abraham heard that the Lord, sorry, that his relative, so we all read it together so I don't stumble on the words. Okay, great. I'm just kidding, I can read it from here. Okay, his relative had been taken captive. He led out his trained men born in his house. Not Genesis 14, it's Genesis 13. Genesis 13, 14 says, The Lord said to Abraham, I, I definitely gave you that. Okay, awesome. Okay, so it says, The Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had separated from him, now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward. Oh, let's read that again. That's awesome. How many of you like that? That's, how many of you can feel something on that? that you can feel it because it's actually coming in as a now word, a word in season from God. And let's just read this bit. Now lift up your eyes and look from this place where you are northward and southward and eastward and westward. Not Clint. Okay, next one. Okay. For all the land which you see, I will give to you and your descendants forever. I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth so that if anyone can number the dust of the earth, then your descendants can also be numbered. This is crazy. What an amazing promise. Arise, walk about the land through its length and its breadth. For I will give it to you. Just stop there. This is the key. What does it say here? He shows him with his eyes, but then what does he say? He says, arise, walk about the land through its length and its breadth, for I will give it to you. I believe that there was something about Abraham's feet touching the territory that God was gonna give him that actually gave him a level of authority. Everywhere your feet do tread, I will give unto you. That gave him a level of authority to actually step into that place. Now we won't go into how long it actually took for the descendants to start to occupy that. But I just wanna, I, I just wanna, I, I just wanna focus on this. Let's just go to the verse 18 as well. And it says this, Then Abraham moved his tents and came and dwelt by the oaks of Mamre, in which, uh, which are in Hebron, and there he built an altar to the Lord. I absolutely, I absolutely love that. Um, I had a vision uh, last week, if any of you, were any, anyone here last Tuesday night? 
Okay, so last Tuesday night I had a vision and in the vision, I had multiple visions, but one of the visions I had was that some people were being mantled with this fire and, it, and the Lord was speaking to me about a, a, um, a Daniel and Joseph company or Daniel and Co- Joseph generation. And I saw people being mantled. And then I saw this amazing vision of people being fitted with these big boots, people being fitted with these big boots. And this is really interesting because that day, I saw a post on Facebook by somebody who is in this room now. I think it's Cliff Meyer. Is Cliff here? Cliff, did you post that day about these big boots on Facebook? He did. That you bought some brand new boots. Yeah. And they were huge. They were like massive boots. And, but this is what I saw. I saw people, people being fitted with these huge boots. And I said, what, what is this? What are you doing, Lord? And this is what the Lord spoke to me. He said, um, he said, I've actually got it written down. I just want to make sure. He said, I am enlarging, I'm enlarging the stomping ground for my people. I'm enlarging the stomping ground for my people. And I was like, okay, that's good. Is that a word for Australia? Is that a word for the nations? And I really felt him say, I'm enlarging the stomping ground for my people. But I believe that word was an invitation. Everyone say invitation. And so what I saw then, I saw these people being footed, fitted with these boots. And as the boots went, they were really industrial boots. Who's ever worn industrial boots before? I've never worn them, but, but <laughs> I've actually never done a day's labour in my life. Uh, in, in fact, I might have done once actually with Nick and um, Christina's husband. He's amazing. Um, at what he does. Um, and so I think I did one one day once. But anyway, all of that to say, I've never worn them, but, but I know people that do wear them. And <laughs> when I look at them, wear them, they look really uncomfortable. But let, this is the thing. They are industrial. They are crazy tough, aren't they? And they are big. And, and there's a reason I'm saying this, because when I saw people fitted, I saw them start to march out across the deserts of Australia. I saw them start to march out across the deserts of Australia. Now, I believe that this is a word, not just for Australia, but also for people in other nations too. But when they were fitted, I saw them come and start to walk out in these, in these big boots. And these boots were so industrial, but as they started to walk, I heard this constant, And that sound was creating a frequency shockwave across the nation of Australia. And the frequency shockwave over the nation of Australia was creating cracks in the nation. And those cracks started to release levels of water that then started to water Australia. And I really felt that it was actually about the maturing of the sons of God and the sons of God being released actually to start to take territory in Australia, the mature we are sons. But actually it says creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. And I felt the Lord say, Australia has been waiting. Australia has been waiting. And I felt that as people were going out into this new stomping ground, that they were stomping, the frequency was breaking things open. Australia was being watered and the creation was coming to life creation was coming to life. And I really believe that the Lord is saying creation is waiting to come to life. It's in eager expectation to be liberated and the same liberty that the sons of God have in Christ. And I believe that the Lord was saying that Australia has been waiting for the sons to literally stomp out over Australia, to stomp out, to create a frequency that will resonate with life being brought back to creation. 
And I believe that that is what God is saying, one of the things that God is saying to us. And then I started to get this song. These boots are made for walking and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna... Awesome. And, and, and I was like, wow, what a great song. And, but then I looked at all the lyrics and I was like, okay, that's a bit intense. And, and, but this is what happened. I saw this song and I saw the people of God speaking this out as actually a prophecy that these boots were given by God to activate and to, and to bring forth creation in this season. And they were actually speaking it out over the nation of Australia and other nations too. Uh, if, if, you, if you feel that it's for your nation too, just receive this. But, but as they started to collect this, as they started to tap into this, I saw them started to sing that out over Australia as they walked. These boots are made for walking and that's just what they'll do. And they were singing out over Australia. And one of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And I actually felt like it was a prophecy that, that it was actually the sons of God coming into maturity and they were gonna be sent out to the nation. But I felt like the Lord say that everything is dependent on the regions that you've been called to. And I believe that sometimes people go out, I mean, we've been out to Ayers Rock before. It was very intense. Um, and we've been out doing lots of different stuff, but I really felt like the Lord say that you've got to take Jerusalem, then Judea, then Samaria, and then the ends of the earth. You've got to take the territory that God is asking you to take. And this is very, very important because that then creates the boundary line where everywhere your feet do tread, the Lord will give unto you. This is very, very important. Rather than flying to Ayers Rock, getting onto the top of the rock, disrespecting half the people there, and then, and then saying, yes, I claim Australia for Jesus. Well, you know what? Probably a million people have done that. That's great. But was that your territory? Was that your territory? And the Lord's going, no, I actually just want you to drive up to the top of the hill near your house. Why don't you just try to take your suburb first? in the realm of the Spirit. And, and, and so you think to yourself, well, how can you take your suburb in the, in the realm of the Spirit? How does that work? But the Lord was speaking to me about territory and what that looks like. And then he started to talk to me about these boots, these boots made for walking. But he said that I'm enlarging the stomping ground. And the concept or the, the, the definition of stomping ground specifically is, turn, is, is familiar territory, is familiar territory. Your stomping ground is familiar territory. And I felt the Lord say, I'm turning unfamiliar territory into familiar territory that I'm enlarging your stomping ground. So what was unfamiliar in the area of territory that I was gonna give you, I'm gonna make familiar in this next season. And I really believe that that is what the Lord is saying. And I believe that what God is doing in this place tonight and over this next little while is from a place of ascension, He's showing us to the north, the south, the east and the west, where the new territory is that He's asking us to take in the realm of the Spirit. And then sometimes uh, it, it, it manifest in the natural. And, and the reason I'm saying that specifically is because I believe that there have been people occupying territories or that were called to occupy gates in different territories that didn't do their job. I believe that there were people that were called to occupy gates in different territories that didn't do their job. No, uh, there's no uh, disrespect. I'm not bad-mouthing anyone. I'm actually not thinking of a, a, a single organisation, church or individual. But what I am saying is I believe the Lord is saying it's a now time. It's a literally a time to take risk and to step out and to take territory. And I said, why now? Why now specifically? And I felt the Lord say, it's now because there, it, feels like, it feels like we're in a time of reprieve. Everything's going back to normal. It's not going back to normal. Things are not going back to normal. We've had one flood and what happens in a tsunami? You get one tsunami wave, tsunami's gone. Hold on a second. What on earth is that? Everyone say, hold on a second. What on earth is that? It's another tsunami wave. I can't believe it. And, and 
Wow, uh, because if you read a little bit more deeply into what's been happening on the earth, there have been things set up in order for tsunami waves to more easily cover different places. And we are called specifically to push back the dark waters. And we've, we've talked about that multiple times. So what I believe that the Lord is saying in this season, I didn't wanna to go too deep into that, but what I believe that the Lord is saying is He's saying it's a now time to take ground. For the, and I'm just so blessed. How many people were at Moonta last week? Uh, I was only, it was only Sunday. Last week, it's only Sunday. How many people feel, I cannot believe that. How many people feel it's a month and a day right now? And, and, and we were so blessed, but Munta came with the Word of the Lord. Munta came with the Word of the Lord. And when, the, when something comes with the Word of the Lord, you know that God is giving you that particular territory. Everywhere your feet do tread. And what's the fruit of that? The fruit is that you actually get the territory. You actually get the territory. So I believe that it, as individual, I'm going to talk about this uh, a little bit more because then you might be going, am I being called out to go by myself into, into a different territory? Maybe you are, but I really believe that the Lord is saying that He is calling prophetic companies, apostolic companies of people, apostolic families or companies in this season to take territory as one. We're actually taking territory as one. And I believe that there may be church leaders even watching this now, that God is granting us all new territories in this season. It's a time to build, it's a time to plant, it's a time to overthrow, and it's literally a time to take back what's rightfully ours as part of our inheritance. And that's where we are right now. That, and, that's where we, and that's where we are right now. So if you could put up, we're gonna go, just, just gonna go through Judges uh, chapter one, just a tiny bit, not gonna go too long at all. Um, but it says this, now it came, let's all read it together. I, I really into reading it together. Since Todd started to do that, have you guys felt, it actually really is amazing, isn't it? Okay, let's read down through. We're going to go down to about, I don't know, maybe verse, verse eight or nine. It says, Now it came about that after the death of Joshua, that the sons of Israel inquired of the Lord, saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites to fight against them? And this is my favourite bit. The Lord said, Judah shall go up. Behold, I have given the land into his hand. Just pause it there. How amazing is that? Judah goes first and the Lord says specifically, Judah will go up because I have given the land into his hand. How many of you remember some of the prophetic songs we were doing about a month and a, or maybe two, three months ago? Judah goes first. Judah, do you know that that was actually about Munter, I believe? When I started to look into that, I felt the Lord was saying that actually we were prophesying into the territories of South Australia and beyond. And it was this thing, Judah goes first. Why? Because God gives the, hand, the land into the hand of Judah. Praise goes first. And so what started to, so, so it says, I've given the land into his hand. And let's go to verse three. I'm trying to rush through because I want to make sure I get as much of this out as possible. It says, Then Judah said to Simeon, his brother, come up with me into the territory allotted me. Just stop there. Territory allotted me. How amazing is that? Okay, let's keep going. I keep pausing and going. Okay, allotted, allotted me that we may fight against the Canaanites and in turn, I will go with you into the territory allotted you. So Simeon went with him. Let's go a couple more. Judah went up and the Lord gave the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hands and they defeated 10,000 men at Bezek. They found Adonai Bezek in Bezek and fought against him and they defeated the Canaanites and the Perizzites. Let's just leave it there. We'll just leave it there. That's fine because then we'd start cutting off toes and thumbs. Uh, but, but is what it is. But this is, but this is really cool. So, so Judah, Judah goes first, but who does, what does Judah do? Judah goes to his, 
brother, as it were, goes to his brother and says, come with me, take the territory with me and I will take your territory with you. This is what the Lord is saying in this season. We're taking territory in family. We're taking territory in family. And I believe that one of the things that will, I'm not, I'm not one of these kumbaya unity for all the churches tomorrow and all that, but, but and there's no disrespect for those people that have those, uh, that real drive in ministry. But I, but I am saying this, I do believe that there will be a knitting together of particular apostolic hubs and churches because they will know what it is to partner with one another to take the territory allotted to them to take the territory allotted to And that's the way that we take Australia. That's the way that we'll end up taking this nation. And so what I'm so excited about is that when you are part of a prophetic company, like we are a prophetic company, we're a church, we're a movement, whatever you call Field of Dreams, but we are really in, in, the, in momentum uh, in this season for taking territory. And I know many, of, many people watching this, you'll be connected with people uh, or places that are in exactly the same position uh, at the moment too. But what I find really interesting about that is that each of us has a part to play in the taking of that territory. Each of us has the part to play in it. It might not be that you are then going out and stomping out all over the ground by yourself. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But, but what I do know is that because we are advancing in this season, because we're advancing powerfully in this season, the Kingdom of God is forcefully advanced and the violent take it by force. I really feel like the army of God is marching out now to literally bring the Kingdom of God, bringing heaven to earth in every place they tread their feet. And let, just remember this, that God might give, not have said, go and take this territory, but He might tell you to go and take another territory or us to take another territory, but He told someone else to take that territory. So if every person in the body of Christ hears the Word of the Lord from a place of ascension on what territory has been demarcated for them uh, through the Word of the Lord, that everywhere their feet do tread and then they choose to arise. I feel like that's a spiritual uh, posture. Arise and walk over that land, over that territory. I believe that we're gonna start to see territory taken for the Kingdom of Heaven like we've never seen before. And I really believe it's gonna happen very, very soon. Uh, we, we, uh, we've been in situations before where, where we've gone to different locations and, and we always go on the Word of the Lord. But one time, and I think Todd's told this story before, but one time we were in China and we were in China and we were there and we were doing some, we had, you know, we were, we were doing some uh, uh, prayer with some people there. And we went out to Tiananmen, Tiananmen Square. I hope that doesn't get a shadow ban just saying that word. But, um, but we went out to Tiananmen Square and when we were walking, um, we started to pray and we're like, wow, you know, we'll just start to, we'll take this city. Or I can't remember what was being prayed, but there was a realm of faith and we started to pray. And suddenly I started to get really scared. Now, I know you can't imagine that, but I got really nervous. And when we travel with Todd, I'm normally the bold, courageous one and Todd's normally the one that gets a little bit frightened and I kind of look after him. <laughs> Or it could be exactly the opposite. And, and I've been on many a flight with Todd and he, I'm like, are we gonna make it? He goes, we're gonna be all right. Um, when he's actually awake. And, and so, and so uh, but, but, this is, but this is really funny. Um, so we're in this place and, and I'm so, as soon as we start praying, I'm quite sensitive and I start to feel really cold really cold and really frightened. And I'm like a little, like I'm suddenly regressing to being a, a child, being really, really scared, you know. And, and I'm like, oh my goodness, what's gonna happen? And I felt the Lord say, if you keep praying like that, your trip is gonna change and it's not gonna be good. And we felt the temperature, is this right? Drop six, seven degrees. It was crazy in a moment as the demons 
the overseeing demons of Beijing <laughs> decided to come and pay us a visit. And I was like, oh my goodness, we're going to prison and we're going to die. And so, and I was like, and both of us at the same time, and Todd said exactly, he said, I don't think we'll pray right now. I think we'll just, we'll just, we'll just. And, and that, do you know what that was? And I'm not saying that God wouldn't give us a metron of, you know what metron is the word, is the Greek word for measure, that He wouldn't give us, a, a, you know, part of Southeast Asia or China as a metron. But that day, He certainly wasn't giving us that part of Beijing in our metron. And, and you know how I know that? Because the grace was gone. And, and so, but this is really, really interesting because a lot of the time as Christians, we go out on something and we go, I've got this in my heart, I'm gonna go and do this. I've got this in my heart, I'm gonna go and do that. And, and it could be anything. It could be in ministry, it could be taking, you know, taking ground, planting a church, whatever, because somebody's got something in their heart. But just because you have something in your heart doesn't mean that God has given you the Word to take that ground. You might have it in your heart because God gave somebody else the word to take the ground and in some, a number of years, you're gonna partner with them to see that ground taken. I've got it in my heart to go to India. You go to India, you get absolutely walloped by every demon under the sun. You come home battered and bruised. What happened? And God said, uh, you weren't supposed to go by yourself. There's actually a group of people from a church in Perth that go out there every, and they've got the jurisdiction that you're supposed to go. Does that make sense? And this is a really, really important thing because so many times I heard people that were going on different trips or going to take territory and, and they would be like, they, you'd see them float in and out of the church and I'm not thinking ill of anyone at all, but you'd see them float in and out of the church and they'd be like, I'm going to this place. And, I'd be, and you'd be like, really? Did God say that you should go? You know, and you, but you couldn't say that because they were going to that place. And, and then you'd get emails, messages, please pray, everything's gone wrong. There's no grace. We need money, fly us back. And all of these different things. What is that? That is literally, it might not be, but it's moving outside of the grace of God, of the Word of God, the rhema Word of God in that season, but it's actually moving outside that and then not being able to bear a level of fruitfulness from what you're trying to achieve because God's actually not in it. Isn't that interesting? Is that all right? Is, that, is everyone okay? Okay, now you're thinking, have I done anything that's gonna get me slammed? Have I got anything that's gonna... And, and, and so I just feel like as we come into this season, we have to understand that first of all, that just because it feels like there's a reprieve, the word reprieve means a cancellation of, uh, or a postponement of punishment. That's literally what it means. And so, so, so just because there's been a reprieve, it looks like from all of the darkness that's been sweeping over the earth in areas of, you know, with regards to lockdowns and all that, just because there feels like there's been a postponing of the punishment that we were enduring because of particular viruses doesn't mean in any way that there is actually a real reprieve. Do you understand what I'm saying? And if we can understand that if there's not that, then we understand that while we, there is a level of liberty over what we are able to do, you know, and what we're able to, to, yeah, whatever, then wouldn't you think that while things are open, God would be saying to people, to individuals, to companies of people, now is a time, take the window. It's a time right now to forcefully advance in this time now, because, the, because literally it's a he who dares moment. It's a time to take the window. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Is, that, is everyone okay with this? Okay, all right, cool. And so I feel like the Lord is saying for many people in this time, it's a time to take the window of the things that He's been speaking to you about. It's a time to take the window, but I really believe that it is in line specifically with taking these new levels of territory, taking this land and starting to occupy the places and spaces that God is calling us to occupy as companies, but also us to occupy as individuals. It might be that God's asking you to take the business mountain. He's saying now is the time to, and you might be thinking to yourself, is now a good time to start a business? But the Lord is saying, I want you to take territory in the business realm right now. I want you to take territory in this realm right now, because now is the time. He who dares wins is now time to step out and to take the ground or the land that was predestined for you to take. This is very, very important because I feel like what will happen a lot of, what can happen is that we can come into a place that when we don't do that, and I'm not, this isn't for us to, you know, oh my goodness, what happens if I don't do it? But if we don't do that, I don't, I feel like for some people, we will look, we will look in retrospect and we go, oh my goodness, I could have actually, I could have run then, but I decided not to. And the Lord says, now is a time to run. And now is a time to have your, in the enlargement of your stomping ground, but it's an invitation. And the stomping ground, remember, was familiar territory being, being enlarged. So unfamiliar territory being made familiar territory to you. How many people have got some unfamiliar territory in your heart? And how many of you would like that to become familiar territory? And that's what, one of the things that I believe the Lord is, the Lord is, speaking, is speaking to us at the moment. So in saying that then, what does it, what does it mean? I'm not, I can't go through all this just for, for time's sake as well, but what does it mean, what does it mean then um, why are we doing this? I believe that we're doing this. Can you put up Isaiah 52 verse seven for me? I believe we're doing this because creation is crying out. And I believe that we're doing this because it's time for us to pronounce peace and bring the good news. And it says this, how lovely on the mountains are the feet of Him who brings good news, who announces peace and brings good news of happiness. And, and, and yeah, keep going. And who announces salvation and who says to Zion, your God reigns. And I feel like we've been talking a lot about ascension. We've been talking a lot about ascension, but I feel like the Lord is saying, when, when you are ascending into those high places, not just in the, spirit, in the Spirit, obviously, but as we're starting to take those places in the realm of the Spirit and the things in the natural are starting to manifest, starting to yield to who we are as, as, as born again believers in the body of Christ, as, as things start to yield to who we are because we occupy that place, literally the Scripture, how beautiful are the feet of those on the mountains. How beautiful are those feet? And because as we stand on those mountaintops, our reach is extended. As we stand on the mountaintop, our influence is extended. As we stand in those places, we actually get more. Um, I, 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 keep on, I kept on having this vision and the vision was, I kept on getting the word amplified. Amplified, amplified, amplified. And I kept on seeing God giving people amplifiers. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm amplifying the voice of my people. I'm amplifying the voice. And then I saw them go up the mountain. And as they went up the mountain, it was like the amplification of their voice went out in a, a far greater level from the top of the mountain. And I felt the Lord say, you ascend the mountain and your voice is amplified. 
And I feel like in this season, as our voice is amplified from those mountaintop places, that we are literally going to see not just a pronoun- not just a pronouncement of the kingdom, but we're actually going to see a manifestation of the kingdom of heaven on earth, like nothing we've ever seen before, as we start to occupy those places in the spirit, and then the natural world comes into submission to the kingdom of heaven in Jesus' name. And everybody said, "Amen." Awesome. You grab your communion. Joel, you're amazing. Just feel like there's a realm of healing even in here right now with the communion. I'm just going to say this one, one last thing. It's a question. Can you, if you are not born again, from buying a piece of land, govern territory in the realm of the Spirit if you're not born again? Can you govern territory in the realm of the Spirit if you purchase a block of land if you are not born again? Of course you can. It's called, it's called trading floors. And I believe that one of the things that God is going to show us in this next season is that because obviously when you buy land, you can then govern that land. You don't need to be born again to govern that territory. And the spirit world then comes under the governance of whatever is traded on that land. I believe that Australia is actually coming into a place. I kept on getting the word trading places. And I kept on seeing these people who had been governing particular parts of Australia, having their places traded with born again believers. That there was going to be a tra- there was literally a season of trading places, and those who have governed governed places, regions, and territories in our nation, in a place of a, uh, uh, I don't want to say it too harshly, but in a place where they've been trading on demonic trading floors, the Lord says it's time for trading places, and I believe it starts with us occupying these high places and recognizing who we are, and then as we come into that place, we recognize the moment that the moment is now that the moment to take the ground for the church is now. Cool, okay. Father, we thank You for the communion. We thank You that there is healing in the communion. We thank You too for the DNA of Christ that lives within us, the 47th genome. We thank You right now that as we partake of communion, that there will be life brought into our mortal bodies in the Name of Jesus. And we thank You that it says in Your Word, with long life will You satisfy us and show us Your salvation. Father, we thank You that there would not be one feeble among us because of the atoning sacrifice on the cross and the healing that came by Your stripes. In Jesus' Name.
I was thinking. And when, you, when you've taken communion, you can just stand to your feet. I'm just gonna pray. It's really easy. If you want, if you want to receive <clears throat> from the vision last week, but just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive my brand new boots to take new stomping ground. In the name of Jesus. I choose to say yes to the mission of taking new territory. I choose to be one who dares and wins with you. I acknowledge, Lord Jesus, that you always lead me in triumphant procession from victory to victory. And I thank you that as I occupy the high place, you will show me the territory and inheritance allotted just for me in Jesus' name. And everybody said together, Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Come on. Come on. Woo! Jesus! Woo! So good.